Hello, welcome back to our podcast series, Hill Life. And today we're talking in episode two to our Hill Captain, Lachlan Clark. Scott, good to see you. Likewise. So if we could begin by telling us, when did you first arrive here? Yeah, I first arrived in 2018. So for me, it was year seven. Yeah. Um, I'm fourth generation. So my dad came here, his dad and his dad before him. So I think it's... It's a bit of a bit of a tradition to come to Scotch, so I think it was always in the books for us. So yeah, that's awesome. I love that you're fourth generation. But you did tell me that you're looking at other schools. Yeah, um, we looked at Geelong Grammar for a bit, um, just because Mum went there, and obviously she she loved it. But I think in the end we decided my sister would go to Geelong, and I think the best choice for us was Scotch. I think that, we, that just came out on top. So yeah. fantastic. And um, yeah, starting in year seven, that's a massive. Uh, step. Where are you from? Uh, I'm from Hay in New South Wales. About uh, I don't know if some people don't know where Hay is, but it's about an hour north of Daniliquin, um, which is another another town around there. Um, Mum and dad are sheep farmers, so we, we run sheep on seven and a half thousand acres of land. Um, dad also has a small sheep and cattle preg testing business, which goes goes pretty well. So yeah, cool. Have you done preg testing yourself? Or? I've tried it actually. Um, it's something. On, yeah, of course. It it is something. It's I think it's hard. It's it's a difficult job. It requires a lot of arm strength. So I think for dad to go out and do two thousand sheep at four in the morning or something, it's unbelievable. He yeah. he goes yeah. All right, and if I visited your hometown in Hay, what what are some sort of local attractions that you would suggest? Um, well, one of the big attractions is Sheer Outback. Um, it's a, more or less a, a museum because Hay has a big history of shearing um, in, in the town. Obviously, it's very, very sheep and cattle um, based. Most, most people there would be sheep and cattle farmers. But shearing is it's a big business that has gone back for a long way. So, um, yeah, in Hay, it's, it's probably one of the biggest um, attractions that the tourists would like to see so if, if anybody was to go there that'd definitely be the spot to see yeah i love shearing sheds and stuff it's an amazing sort of atmosphere when you know when shearing's happening yeah you've worked like sweeping up yeah yeah i've been a rouse about and whatnot um helped out um as much as i could around around the shed um shearers shearers work hard we sweep up the wool yeah. and um yeah and then send it send it off to be to be analysed and whatnot. Yeah, there's like the wool classing table and everything. Yeah, yeah, rouse about. Um, no, it's a, it's a good good job actually. I, I enjoy doing the rousey stuff yeah. whenever Dad needs a bit of hand, a bit of a hand. That's great. Okay, and when you first arrived here, what surprised you most about the school? Um, well, first surprise was in terms of classes. I was not expecting there to be as much work as it was. I think the the level of work you have to do in class and at, at home it's I think it's more but after a while you get used to it so it kind of just becomes routine to get that work done it's almost like a different pace or something to... yeah yeah it's just it's it is a different pace coming from for me I went straight from a small primary school in Hay straight into the the big big Scotch college yeah. so going that's obviously a drastic change but it's quite easy if you just work at it. You can you can figure out how how to get the balance, the, that work balance, and and you can end up doing pretty well 
in, in school and whatnot. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, because the <clears> pace <throat> being a roustabout, the pace is on as well. Yeah, yeah, no, it is on there. You need to get the wool out from under the shearers before they pull out the next sheep. Yeah. So apart from being able to work in a shearing shed, what's something else we would never guess about you? Oh, that's, that's a tough one. Um, I think uh, apparently, I, I didn't know this until a few years ago, but apparently you wouldn't guess I'd play rugby. Apparently I don't, don't look like a rugby player, a bit too small. But um, yeah, no, that's my, my sport that I, uh, that I play. It's, it's great. Great, very enjoyable. Yeah, the coaches, was, I think we the coaches used to think that you needed protection, but yeah, they used to think it, the boys would have to protect me on the field. But I think uh, I pull my weight, which is uh, I think that's the most important thing. Yeah, 100%. Help. Mm. All right, I want to go back to when you first arrived at Year Seven, and obviously that's a massive step to move away from home and such a young age. There mm. must have been challenging times. Yeah, no, of course. I think I think all boys going from from anywhere really where they're staying with mum and dad to a boarding environment where there's people they don't know um they're for me 500 kilometers away from home i think you get homesick quite quite frankly um but i think it was easy to overcome those challenges just because it's scotch we have people to help us like mostly the, the the teachers are big helps i think they they're very empathetic, they understand what we're going through in terms of missing home, yep. wanting to be with mum and dad. Um, but you mean like the Judy Masters? Judy Masters and Tudors on the Hill. Yep. Um, but also, I think, I don't know if I could say this for all schools, but at Scotch especially, the older boys, for me, were massive helps to help get past that homesick stage. They'd take us out to kick the footy, they'd take us down the street to go get some tucker and whatnot. And if you, whenever you needed them, you could go and have a chat to them. I think, especially for me in my first few years, they, they got us, they got me and the other Year 7 boys out of our rooms and doing stuff. So. Yeah, that is really cool. And we were talking before, this, that's one of your sort of ambitions to be that person. For yeah, definitely. I think as Hill Captain, I think it's in the job description, really. It's, it's your job. You've got to help the boys get, get out, of that, um, out of that stage, get out and get to know people. Um, and I've got a feeling that you would have wanted to and would have done that anyway, even if you didn't get hill captain. I would like to have thought so. I, th I think that's that's always been something, especially after seeing um, how they treated the older boys treated us when I was in Year Seven. I think I wanted to follow in their footsteps yeah. and help out the boys because I'd have the experience to. I've been here for for five years or so. So yeah. Um, and so back then, when you were in Year Seven, you were feeling homesick and stuff. How did you did you ask for help, or it was just sort of I think, I think sometimes you do have to ask for help. Like if the, the nobody's a mind reader, nobody can knows what's going on in your head. So if, for me, when you're struggling, sometimes you just need to to point it out that you're having a bit of a tough time. But then they will help you, and even occasionally, if if you don't ask for help, they will they will come and they will check on you. And if you're having a tough time, then they will sort it out. You can you sort it out together with the teachers and the older boys. Yeah, cool. Okay, um, now if we could switch to the good times and what are some mm. of the real joys that you had um, living up here? That's, that's a tough question. Um, there's so many. I mean, there's so many great things about boarding, but the one thing that makes it so much 
different from normal school life is getting to live with the boys you go to school with. I mean, it's like a brotherhood. You're that close to each other. Obviously, um, being that close, you get into the occasional argument and gets a bit rough every now and then. But um, for the most part, they look out for each other and they care about each other. And borders, being that close, it yeah, like I said, you develop a brotherhood. You're all very, very close in that regard. That's cool. And yeah, one of the other things we were talking about, you said some of the funniest times earlier were uh, doing the activities. Yeah, no, on, um, on weekends, that's another one of the biggest joys. Um, Marcus Tyrrell is our activities coordinator. Um, he takes the boys out on weekends to do so many different activities. He'll take us to footy games, paintballing, go-karting. Um, skiing. Skiing, of course, yeah. He takes us on our skiing trips in the winter up to Mount Buller, Falls Creek. Um, I think that activity is good for everybody, really. I think it gets everyone out of the house. But like I was saying in that initial stage where you're missing home, missing your parents, I think it's the best way to get boys not just out of the house and doing something, but get them to know each other because obviously there's many boys going on those activities. So, yeah, no, getting them out and, and getting to know each other by doing some of these activities, going laser tagging or go-karting, yeah. I think it's, it's definitely one of the best ways that, that they really start to connect. Um, and I'm told about you that you have a very healthy lifestyle. Can you give us some insight into how you're staying fit and healthy? Well, I think it's, for me, it's, I just do the, the school sports, really. I think Scotch, this is more about just in general the school. It has so much to offer in terms of sports and activities that you can go out and do by yourself or with other boys. Um, if I, most, a lot of them are compulsory, so I think rather than thinking of it as a chore that you have to do, if you think of it as an opportunity to go out and, and do some active, some, some physical activity and have a run around, kick the footy with your mates, then that's the, one of the best ways you can stay Yeah, I love that reframe, because you're right, a lot of boys are like, oh, I've got before school training, or I've got, you know, yeah. I wanted to go down to Glenferry with my mates, but I have to go to sport training. But if they reframe that as this is an opportunity to exercise and play with my mates and stay mm, yeah. healthy. Yeah, no, that's, I think that's definitely a way that it helps to get you out of bed in the morning. But um, it's like when boys go out and play sports just casually with their friends, then they see it as a lot easier. But for some reason, when it becomes compulsory, when they have to do it, they kind of, it's a bit more of a struggle. Mm. So I think, like you said, it's a good way to, to change your mindset on those sports and you can just get out and you can do those activities. Yeah. Stay healthy. 100%, great point. All right, if we could switch back to school and schooling, what would you say your mm -hmm. number one uh, study tip is? For boarders, I think I picked up on this pretty late, but use prep. I think so if boarders have set prep time yeah. from 7 to 8.30 after dinner, where they, year sevens to tens, go downstairs and do some homework. Year elevens to twelve stay in their rooms and get any studying and whatnot they need to get done. But I figured out too late that that is the best time you will have to get all this homework done and to, to study hard, get to know every, all the information you need to about the subject. Because um, obviously it's compulsory, but... Yeah, it's a bit like what you're saying with the sport. Mm. Like, you have to go to prep. And so perhaps the most efficient way of managing yourself is to study yeah yeah exactly no i think it i still remember when i was in year seven we we'd had trouble 
deciding that we were going to work during prep time. Mm. Some boys would get out computers and play games during prep. But I think when I figured out that prep time really is the most beneficial time to do work, I, I started seeing an increase in my homework completion, my grades, everything started going up. That's a great tip. Another thing I wanted to ask you is a lot of boys um, have brothers here in the boarding school, mm. but you and Ben seem particularly tight, like you get along really well. Yeah, no, me, me and my little brother Ben, we do get along. He came, uh, he's in year 10 now, so he probably came three, three, four years ago. But I think we're especially close just because in Hay, we, we're, very ice, we're on a very isolated part of the town, just right. on a farm together. So yeah. um, coming to Scotch, I think especially I, I looked out for him as much as I could. So I think we, yeah, we get along all right in that, in that regard compared, yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. So you grew up out on the farm, like fight, play, fight, play. Yeah, picking up sticks and belting each other with them and whatnot. Yeah, yeah. Um, motorbikes? Yeah, actually, we do, do have motorbikes and, and um, it was very good being out on the farm because we got to learn how to drive those things like cars and whatnot. I've been driving since we were, we were seven, really. Yeah, feeding out. Yeah, feeding, feeding grains to the sheep and whatnot during when it's dry. Mm. Oh, that's good. All right, uh, I've only a couple of questions left. The next one is, what's your number one goal for your remaining time here at school? I think for me, it'd be, I've got a lot of jobs as a leader, as a prefect. I've got vice captain of Lawson, which yep. is a day house, and I've got hill captain. So I think my goal would be to complete those those tasks to the best of my ability by the time I've finished the year. Um, I think being given an honour such as great as a leadership role as that, um, I think the least I can do is do everything I can to make sure I complete that task as well as I'm expected to. Yeah, okay, great. And my last question, which is related, how will Scotch be a better place because you're here? I think it's... That's uh, a tough question. It's, it's hard to say it will be a better place, but I'll say I, I would like to think I'd, I could make it a better place. But the way I would do that is by helping the younger kids. I think that's the main thing that I try to do is to inspire the younger boys to work hard and like I, to do all these things that I've said, to, to go out and play sports, to, to use prep time, go on activities, go, go out and meet, meet other kids and get outside and have some fun. I think I, I want to be the person that inspires them to go and do those things. Fantastic. All right. Thank you, Lachlan, for your time. Thanks, Steve Clark. Cheers. And I hope people listening have learned something uh, from Lachlan. I'm sure you have. Stay tuned for episode three coming up. And remember, the most important conversation you have is the one you have with yourself. Let's bow our heads with grace, boys. Dear Lord, we give thanks for the opportunity to come together as a new community to share a new. We give thanks for all those that work behind the scenes so that we can attend this school. We give thanks to the staff, to our parents and family members, and to all those who make the sacrifice so that we have the opportunity to attend Scott's College. Dear Lord, we give thanks for you. Amen. Amen.